Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Umber Podcast. Today is the 12th of April, 2023. I'm Amanda Fontana, an intern here at the Umber Institute, and I will be your host alongside Manuel Barbato, Umber's Community Engagement Coordinator. Hello everybody. Today we're going to be discussing volunteering in Perugia through Umbra and highlighting one of our partners, Florida Zuka. Joining us today are two current Umbra students, Elena Shields and Karen Jordan. I'm Elena. I'm from University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. I'm studying public policy and sustainability uh, with a minor in food studies, and I'm part of the FSC program here. My name is Karen. I'm also from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, also in the FSC program. I'm majoring in environmental sustainability and minoring in food studies, as well as philosophy, politics, and economics. Great, thank you. So before to uh, start asking questions to Elena and Karen, I'll do just a brief overview of the volunteering offerings here at Umbra, and uh, then just a brief explanation of what is Fuori di Zucca. So community engagement has been an integral part of the Umbra experience for more than 10 years right now, uh, beyond the offering of courses with a community engagement component, such as a, learning, a service learning project or seminars and practica, we offer an array of volunteering opportunities with several community partners. Uh, this semester, students can volunteer at Ortosole, which is uh, the Institute Didactic Garden and is uh, located right in the city center of Perugia, at UNICEF, uh, which is a well-known international NGO, at a local high school as an English teacher's assistant. In fact, an Umbra student who volunteered at the high school recently recorded another podcast episode regarding their experience working with Italian high school students and at Fuori di Zucca. But what is Fuori di Zucca? Uh, today we will talk about uh, a brief uh, about Fuori di Zucca, uh, while in the next episodes of this uh, podcast we will focus on other volunteering opportunities. Fuori di Zucca is an ethical purchasing group founded in 2016 by five people who created an association that brings together consumers and local producers. This means that as part of the association, a consumer buys directly fresh and organic food, such as fresh vegetables, cheese, yogurt, yogurt, wine, and more, from local and young producers located in the Perugia area. In doing so, the association of consumers has a direct control on the food quality, but moreover, it helps the local producers in their efforts to create a more fair and sustainable food system. The association has also started from its very beginning, a very meaningful project to help families in the city center of Perugia with a low income, donating a weekly box of fresh food to each one of them. The distribution of the food is held weekly on Wednesdays in the association headquarters, uh, which are located close to, to the Umbra Institute. Uh, as you can imagine, these weekly meetings have created a community of cons consumers and producers who share their experience and ideas. This means also that consumers don't go to this meeting only to pick up their food, but also to meet new friends and to catch up uh, with the other members of the association. Uh, lastly, I just want to add a fun fact about the name of Foririzuka, what Foririzuka means. So for Zucca literally translates as out of pumpkin, but the Italian slang uh, means 
being uh, being out of pumpkin means to be crazy and this is something very connected to the approach of Fuori di Zucca to the uh, food systems here in Italy. Having said that, let's ask some questions to our great volunteers, Elena and Karen. So, at the beginning of the semester, we always hold uh, an info session regarding uh, the community engagement, the courses with a community engagement uh, component, but also the volunteering um, offerings. So, my, quest my first question will be, what attracted you to volunteer with Fuori di Zucca? Um, I wanted to get as much of like a food sustainability education while being here at in, um, in Perugia. And so, you know, any food sustainability group I wanted to join. And so when I heard about Fiori di Zucca, it kind of made sense to just hop in on that. Yeah, and I'm also a food studies um, minor, so I would like, it's nice to have like a different perspective, but I knew that I wanted to do something like weekly like a weekly volunteering nice. opportunity and when you went through like the community engagement one this one just stuck out to me as like a cool opportunity to kind of get more connected into like the actual local food system um and it's funny because i didn't know what for like fiora dezuka meant so my phone yeah. would translate the ordering sheet every week yeah. and i literally just thought they were out of pumpkin i was like oh they have to tell us every week they don't have any pumpkin <laughs> that's what they were saying, but yeah. I realized, then it, I realized like halfway through. I didn't even realize that. I thought every week they were just saying out of pumpkin. Because you get the top of the Google form, oh right? Goodness, I, didn't, I, I never, like, I I never pieced that, that together either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they have good pumpkin, though. They offer good pumpkins. I always order, as a member of the association, good pumpkins. So. Are pumpkins still in season anymore? Right? Uh, no, not right now. Uh, so they are that. out of pumpkin. <laughs> right now, yes, it is correct. Um, Spe speaking of pumpkins um, <laughs> and knowing what is in season and what isn't in season, um, because you're volunteers, but you're also members of the purchasing group, um, how has working with the local producers and the organization impacted how you view the production of food? I think it's just really cool to get to work with the producers. like. I know we've had a lot of conversations over like Italy food laws and like food labeling stuff. Um, and it's interesting to get both like the producer's perspective and Domenico as he's trying to like bolster a lot of this like local food stuff. So it's interesting to hear his perspective onto like how stuff is produced and what is important, what is not important in like food production. Um, but it's also cool to me at least just to like know what's in season here because in the U.S., like, where I've lived in the U.S., I kind of can gauge what's in season, um, depending on the time of year, because I, like, know what's growing. But I feel like living in a city, you don't really get to see what's growing without going to, like, a local food place like that. Because I don't, like, see the farmland like I do at home. So it's kind of cool to get to know, just, like, know what's there. It's really nice having kind of a personal touch to your food um, and where it's coming from. I think that's a bit more rare today, um, especially because, um, you know, when you go to the grocery store, you have no idea where that's coming from. So just having that and also being able to put a face to the product is really cool. Um, yeah. 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 It's also like products like we wouldn't have tried. Like I'm trying all these kind of new cheeses that like when I would read the name, I would have no clue what it means. Like it's all, it's all sheep smoke you were saying earlier, but like yeah. I would never have tried something like that. But I don't know, best yogurt I've ever had, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah it definitely like exposes you to more local foods. Mm. 
um, in the Umbrian Perugia region, which is very cool. Great. It's always cool to try new foods, especially since they're local. They're so close when you try them. <laughs> yeah. Every week I try and order at least one new thing. There's the regulars I have on my order yeah. that I like, and then it's, okay, what do I want to try? What's maybe a new yogurt flavor yeah. this week? Or um, a new vegetable that I haven't tried yet. There's something, and it, it gives you the opportunity to be able to try that. Yeah. Um, and know that what is being produced and what is being brought um, for the, the consumers of the group is they're not mass producing, they're only bringing enough for what has been purchased and there's no waste. And it also pushes you, at least it pushes me, to discover new uh, recipes. Uh, because you buy a box of uh, fresh vegetables, you have it in your fridge, and so you have to think what should they do with this uh, like kale, weird kind of kale or pumpkin or whatever. So it's it's really interesting that it changes some in some ways what I'm eating and what I'm preparing for lunch or dinner. And I find that uh, really interesting as an experience. Above, of course, the sense of community that uh, Alena, Karen probably sensed, but everybody sensed this idea of community that you go there not only like to pick up um, food, as Karen was saying, it's not like going to a grocery shop. It's more like meeting new people or like just exchange some words with someone that you already know, ask some weird questions about uh, the food from the producer itself. So it's, it's very interesting. I wanted to... Um, so I wanted to ask you just to uh, describe uh, what a typical volunteer shift uh, look like? What, what you usually do when you go there at the association headquarters? Yeah, so we show up around 6.30 and either we go and pick up the bread, which actually um, me and another volunteer at Wise, we did for the first time, I think two weeks ago, um, or we stay and, you know, watch and make sure nobody's gonna break in or something. <laughs> and then, um, Usually around that time, uh, produce is delivered. We help unload that. We also, when the dairy gets when the dairy gets delivered, unload that. And you can guess when the bread gets delivered, we unload that. Um, with the dairy in particular, it's important to keep stock, and we assign like who gets which um, cheese, and they're at different weights, and prices have to be adjusted. And then we kind of just wait until everybody shows up and we hand it out. And that can be very fun, also a little challenging with the language barrier. Mm -hmm. But everybody's very helpful there. And that would be about a pretty typical shift. Okay. Nothing too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the whole setup is like, whatever, three or four different stations. Mm -hmm. Like the vegetables and the dairy and we'll each like man a station and it has a big spreadsheet of who ordered what. So mm -hmm. like, What's your name? Come on to yummy. Mm -hmm. And then um, we like distribute that until around 8, 8.15, people generally mm -hmm. stop coming. So yeah. You both referenced um, Italian and language. How has this experience um, working or volunteering in the language that you are both studying here at Umbra, um, how has it been beneficial to your learning? How has it been challenging? It's probably the time in the week the most that I, I hear the most like organic Italian conversation because everyone are like 
even when I'm standing with like a couple other people, they'll be speaking Italian across to each other, but like when we're out or at a restaurant or whatever, we don't get to like overhear conversation as much, I don't think. And it's like nice because like I can listen in without it being like I'm eavesdropping on people because it's just like, you know, everyone's having a conversation. So it's nice to kind of figure out what people are talking about and try to like decipher different words. Um, but I appreciate it because I don't think I get a ton of time where it's just like a bunch of people in a room like organically speaking Italian. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people default to English when you don't speak Italian, but there they don't. They don't really. Yeah, something that I I, I forgot to mention in my uh, overview of Fori di Zucca is the that demographic wise. You can meet um, people coming from like several uh, ages, I will say. I don't know how to say it. Meaning that you can find uh, Italian students, uh, but also families, retired person. And, and this is something linked to the, the idea of community that I was talking about before and also Karen mentioned uh, this. So it's, it's very important to meet people like uh, that I usually don't uh, talk with uh, in my routine, daily routine here in Perugia. And uh, yeah, it's another, it's a plus. Yeah, especially as an American student here, we don't have a lot of interaction with older citizens. Um, and it's been nice to talk to some of them, um, even if it's not verbal. Something that's been kind of surprising to me is how much you can communicate non-verbally or just by facial expressions, you can get an idea across or a thank you or, oh, that's so nice or, oh, that's funny. Um, also, you know, it kind of builds, uh, I guess, with going into becoming part of a community, you get more comfortable and then at least like you can start attempting more Italian. Um, I learned the word for bag the other day, which <laughs> is kind of important. Um, and that was fun because she, um, the older lady, she just pointed and she's like, do you know what this is in Italian? Like she said that in Italian and I just kind of smiled cluelessly and shook my head. She's like, borsa. And I was like, okay, grazie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool how like nonverbal communication has kind of like fostered that. Um, has fostered the feeling that you can start asking, which is probably a, a probably universal thing with languages. I don't know. This is like the only yeah. language I've really gotten super invested into learning other than Spanish. Now that we are at the end of the semester and that you are going there, like you have been going there for several weeks, uh, would you suggest this kind of volunteering to future students here at Umbra? Do you think that it's, it's worth to do this experience to meet the, the community through uh, the help that you're giving to Fori di Zucca for the association? Yeah, personally, I would say it's totally worth it. I mean, above all, it's like pretty, it's pretty low stakes every week. Like, we have things that Umber plans on Wednesdays and they're like totally understanding about. So, I mean, so it's not like a super huge commitment and you get to go, you get to like learn a lot and like if nothing, you were interacting with you know, people, which is more interaction than I would have got if I didn't go. So um, it's definitely opened my eyes a lot to like the local food production in Persia, which is interesting. And it's just like a fun thing to do weekly with friends. It's nice to like have an experience that's kind of not directly through the Institute, um, that's through Perugia. 
Um, and so it's been really cool to have that opportunity. And it's also really nice to help out these people. They're so nice. They're so nice. <laughs> They're so true. Yeah, very, very nice. Domenico's very kind, and they have a really cool mission going on. So, and it kind of benefits us too with getting some cultural um, exposure as well. Yeah. 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 I have never seen a program like this. No, me either. Not where you like buy in and order like that. Um, but it's cool that it's like, so specific, like you can order what you want. Yeah. So, I think it's awesome, and you get a membership to it. So we have been ordering from there every week. Yeah. Like, we'll we'll have like bags walking out of there. <laughs> I wanted to go back to something Manuel had mentioned earlier about community engagement being an integral part of the Umbra experience. Um, it's something that, as an institute, we pride ourselves on. We focus on our students integrating themselves into the community in different aspects that also align with their interest. Um, so with the Solidarity Purchasing Group and both of you being interested in food sustainability, there is kind of that connection. Um, so as an UMBRA student, what does, you know, we have two, two weeks left in the semester, what does community engagement look like to you now? How has maybe your perception of community engagement changed? Was it something that you think was a vital part of your experience here at Umbra? I definitely would think it's like a vital part. I think if nothing, it's like a reminder of where I'm at. I think like when you travel abroad, it's really easy to like implant yourself in a place and be like, okay, and like not really understand like the full extent to that place. But when you volunteer in the community and like get to know people who are actually there, actually doing stuff, like you get at least a little bit better of a sense of like, where you were living and like who is there with you and just like a better understanding of the environment around you. So I think, I mean, community engagement can, can mean anything. It's like a formal thing like this, but also just an informal thing, which is just like going and seeing what's out there with seeing what's in Perugia. So it's like, I appreciate that I got the opportunity to do that in a more formal setting where I didn't have to like bring up the courage to go talk to people. But, um, I mean, I feel like for every younger student, it's different. It's just like, about experiencing what Perugia is. Yeah, it's definitely a little, or at least in my experience, it's sometimes easy to forget that you're in Perugia, Italy, because we go to class, we speak English, all of our friends speak English. We're all American um, for the most part. So then every Wednesday, you're suddenly like, oh, wow, I am in Italy. I am in specifically Perugia, which is a lot different than other cities um, where it's smaller, there's more of a local, it's a smaller community, and yeah, I know, I just defined local right there, kind of. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm stumbling a little bit. Um, no, but it's okay. I guess in general, Perugia, especially compared to other Italian cities, is smaller, and you can't just use English. And a lot of people know each other here, at least from what I've gathered. Um, so yeah, it's cool being reminded that, and it builds on your study abroad experience and being immersed in a culture. It's also so like fascinating to see who knows who. I think in like any smaller town, you're gonna have people that know each other, especially in a group like this. Like, I mean, that has to be so interconnected, but it's always interesting to see people walk in and like know each other and like talk to each other. Like, was it your professor that? Yeah, was... my former professor at the university is yeah. uh, like a retired anthropologist. 
yeah. and he'll come and like we get to meet you know so it's just like yeah. interesting to see who is connected here in Perugia and like yeah. why they come every week so that's another fascinating part of it and mm. it's fun, that's what's fun about living in a smaller city too rather than like one of the bigger and, yeah and from like an academic sense you know always getting hands-on experience with anything is always good <laughs> yes. you, get a, you get a better understanding and especially an understanding when we're talking about local food why people value it so much kind of that is something you can't really learn until you see like you can talk about oh people really value local food but then to see it in action is nice and gives you better understanding and why people want to advocate for it it's also such a fascinating like center of like like food especially seeing like community happen through food is just always so interesting and to like hear people talk about what's there and like I know people talk about like recipes and stuff and like our we've had people like describe all the different types of cheeses to us and so it's like it's really fascinating to see a community built around something so specific like local food and, and I mean it's obviously expanding with like the new market that's coming yeah. so that, that's yeah. also really nice to see. I think it's also this really interesting side of when you think of Italy you do think of food you, know, you think of pizza, pasta, those are obviously the what everyone kind not what everyone but what you but generally people think of mm. and then you get to see this completely different culture of food you know that doesn't change your perception because the other things still exist but it's just well what is the local reality and I know that I was fortunate enough with Manuel to go with one of the courses who work with the producers to visit the farms um, which I know you two didn't get the chance but also to it not just knowing the producers and knowing that they're fresh and local, but also seeing that's the field where my spinach is growing. Yeah. And then, oh, these are these are the goats and the sheep that are making my milk and cheese, and this is where the cheese is being stored. You know, it's just, you get to see there's that openness and the transparency, yes, the transparency of the food production line. Yeah, it's... Yeah. yeah. No, that's super... I think that's super fair to see, like... And, and to, like, meet the people that are, like, doing the production. It's, like... Yeah. Lorenzo. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hear all about it all the time. Sustainability and that transparency is integral to yeah. any industry when they're trying to make sustainable efforts. Yeah. You gotta know what's happening. Yeah, I know. And just to reiterate what you were saying... I really think that even for me, I'm, I mean, from Italian-wise, from an Italian, uh, going there, of course you go there because you want good food that maybe you cannot find at, uh, like, at the supermarket. But also you go there and, and then you meet new people that, and you can also build new projects also, uh, uh, for your work because you know people that maybe are coming from another side another they do another job but you can work together in creating something new and having known uh, Domenico before working at Umbra uh, was really important um, briefly Domenico Litz is the president and one of the founder of the association and is really involved in the international cooperation, but also in creating this 
new food system, a more fair food system. And he has like thousands of ideas. One of that mentioned by Elena before is that he's working with um, an association of farmers in opening a new local market uh, in Piazza Grimana, which is a square um, located three minutes by foot from Umbra, from the main square, so right in the city walls, within the city walls. And so this is something that it can help also Umbra to uh, build new project with the community. And I find that uh, being at uh, Fori di Zucca every week, going there, pick up my own food as a member of the association, it's, it's really, I mean, it's really fun and it changes some the view that you have on, on your food. Yeah, that's part, that's part of the reason I like food so much is like, you don't have to be a food person to be engaged in the topic. Like everyone eats food. So it's like you can have such a wide range of people who are still interested in like participating in local food systems and they might not know anything about food systems, but they're like, oh, I heard like this food is just better. Or, like I heard that this was the way to go. And, and you're just able to like have conversations like that with people, which is, I don't know, it's great to me. Yeah, and local groups like Fiori di Zucca are a really easy way for people that don't know a lot about food systems or food sustainability or local food, which, you know, they're all attached to each other in some way, to learn more about it. And it's really fun. Like, it's a fun way to shop. It's a fun way to get your groceries. Um, so that's, you know, the, it's not like you're sitting at a desk reading articles. Like, you can go there and talk to people and see the products. And, yeah, it's a lot more fun than the alternative of just sitting at your computer researching that type of stuff. And going back to the title, to the name of the association, we all the members are a bit out of pumpkin, so are a bit <laughs> crazy. Because you see these people with their own box coming out from like uh, a room uh, and they are smiling because maybe they exchanged a new recipe for their, their kale. Well, it is Wednesday, so that means that we all get to go pick up our boxes tonight. Okay and that you guys get to do some volunteering. Um, I just wanted to thank everyone, because I'm getting hungry over here now. I've got some, asp I've got some asparagus that I picked up last week <laughs> sitting in my fridge still that I need to cook. Um, thank you, Karen, Elena, and Manuel thank you. for being thank here. You. Thank you guys for talking about your experience. And bon appetit. Bon appetit. <laughs>